Hello and welcome to the movie podcast review of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Season 15, Episodes 1 and 2. My name is Daniel, and joining me today at the pub, at Patty's itself, is Shabazz. Hey, Shabazz. Now I know what you're thinking. What's that old rascal Shay up to? You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'd say, uh, I'm so excited... I'm so excited to be talking about Always Sunny oh. on this on like on a dedicated episode, especially because we we haven't I. gone to yet. Just you and I, especially. only you and I. Yeah, I don't want to ever do an episode one on one with anybody else ever. Yeah, especially because Anthony, for him, it's always sad in Toronto. You know, that's oh no, <laughs> that's how he is. He is not sunny in Philadelphia, and he'll never. He know is not. He's he also the episode. He doesn't listen to the episode. He also doesn't watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. He'll watch clips that we sent him. Yep. And, and he'll laugh. laugh. What, what we think is laughter. We usually just um, more We interpret it as laughter. Usual. It's usually just him blinking a yeah. little more. Which I yeah. think is laughter. You know, he's like, this uh, He's like, this isn't Step Brothers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but I'm really excited. You know, it's, it's pretty surreal to be talking about this show um, and to to have be reviewing the show and have seen the first two episodes. Uh we love it's always sunny in Philadelphia. The, mm-hmm. There's no secret there. We talk about it on our um, main, on our main, main episode. episodes of the show all the time. Uh, so it's 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 amazing to be talking about a, a show that premiered the same year as The Office, which is wild to think mm-hmm. that premiered a year after Friends finished twenty two thousand five. Like we are still talking about the show. We love the show, uh, and we're so excited to talk about it. So we're going to get right into it very, very soon. But I just want to let you know, as always, you can catch a brand new episode of the Movie Podcast every single Monday, and watch out throughout the week for review episodes just like this one and all the latest movies and series. Make sure you follow us at the Movie Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterbox, and don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Join our Discord and write into the show at hello at themoviepodcast.ca. Check out our show notes for all of those links and more. Some quick announcements before we dive right into the first and second episode. Full-on spoilers of, by the way, we're going to talk about everything that happened in, the, in these two episodes. Uh, some quick reminders. We have some great special guests that have joined us on the movie podcast in the last few weeks. Leah McHugh from Eternals, Robbie Amell from Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City, and Will Speck and Josh Gordon, the creators behind Marvel's Hit Monkey. Make sure you go check out those episodes. While you're on the feed, make sure you listen to a Bunch of brand new reviews that we have out, including Ghostbusters Afterlife. Uh, what am I blanking out on? What What are the reviews that we have, Shay? There's been so many. House of Gucci. There's been so did many. House of Gucci already? House of Gucci. I didn't. I literally mentioned only one movie, and I forgot <laughs> everything else we've ever done. Uh, the Beatles Get Back, Silent Night, uh, the first two episodes of Hawkeye, and lots more. There's lots to listen to on the movie podcast feed. And we will have our Hawkeye episode three review out uh, very soon. So it should be up on Thursday when you listen to this or on Friday. It's a busy week. We have a bunch of episodes coming out all at once because we will also have a review of West Side Story on the movie podcast feed on December 2nd. So make sure if you're if you're wondering where anything is, just open up our feed on whatever podcast service you listen to us on and you'll find us there. Um, also, giveaways. We have a bunch of giveaways happening in December. It is the season of giving and we are giving all we got. Uh, so we just finished giving away uh, three digital codes for Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings. So thank you to our friends for Disney on that. We are now starting our giveaway for... James Bond's, uh, or I guess Daniel Craig's final James Bond entry, No Time to Die. We're giving three 4K Blu-ray copies away. Uh, if you want to win one, make sure you're following us on Instagram so you can enter in that contest. You don't want to miss out because it's a phenomenal movie. And maybe we'll have more. 
And maybe there'll be even more things happening in December with special guests and reviews and commentaries. It's going to be a busy month. So make sure you're following us here. But today is all about It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Season 15, episodes 1 and 2. Episode 1 being called 2020, A Year in Review. And episode 2, The Gang Makes Lethal Weapon 7. Now, before we dive into it, Shay, before we dive into your first reactions of the first episode, we'll just start with the first episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'd love for you to give us a little recap or, I guess, overview of what we could expect for season 15 of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. The record-breaking 15th season of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia is its most ambitious yet. In the seismic wake of COVID-19 and all things in 2020, the gang stands at a crossroads in this strange new world. The rules are changing quicker than anyone can keep up with, despite Herculean efforts from Mac, Charlie, Dennis, Dee, and Frank to continue business as usual. Now, they must face the music and decide who they'll become in the cultural upheaval that is 2021. I love that. And I think what's so special about this show is that the show has never been shy to tackle issues that are happening in the world. And... What I what I think like Glenn Howerton and Rob McElhaney and Charlie Day and Caitlin Olson and Danny DeVito do so well is that they these characters aren't supposed to be good people. They are not supposed to be good people. So they could put them in situations like we've seen this episode, very episode, this first episode that are just so ridiculous and you should hate them. But the the way they go about it is just so funny and it's just such a like a parody of where the world is now too, which I think is really tastefully done. And I think out of everyone who's making content, especially this first episode that deals with COVID as well, out of all of the COVID related shows and movies that we've seen, I think this one tackles it in the, I think the the most interesting and funnest way so far. So what are your first reactions to episode one, Shay? You know, episode one, um, I was already excited by the title name, you know, revisiting 2020, uh, we've talked about it like you just mentioned. Other shows are trying to do it. Other movies are doing it. And maybe they're hitting it a bit too on the nose where it's reminding us too much of that time that we spent locked up. I knew that the Always Sunny gang would make it in a way where that was painfully obvious to us and they'd make fun of it. And man, that first episode, just the way that they drew the parallels to every major event that occurred um, from the riots on January 6th to you know Rudy Giuliani's uh, – uh, his hair dye kind of secret. hair dye dripping down his face. Yeah. Voter fraud, everything that kind of occurred during that year, the way they handled it, um, it was only the way that this gang could do it. And man, it's funny. It's so, it's so damn good because they're at their best when they're poking fun at what the characters are meant to be. Yeah. And, and, and that's the thing. They're not afraid to make themselves the bad guys. They're not afraid to make themselves the butt of the joke because like we like we've said for so many jokes on It's Always Sunny, there's some very risky things. And if you're not if you're going into the show expecting these characters to act for, for them to, for, to not be in on the joke with them, that they're portraying the, the absurdity of the characters they're these aren't their actual beliefs this isn't a show that they're saying yeah oh they want this person to be in office or they want these things to happen that's not that's not the joke they're showing the absurdity of the other side sometimes they just nail it sometimes as you know as we'll see in the second episode they'll have to adapt to the times which i think is great too um but i think what's just so funny with this episode is that you know it just starts off in the bar it's very simple in the fact where it's like, this is like a classic sunny formula. It's like somebody coming to the bar, you know, someone from the government who is supposed to 
give them a grant or I guess a, a loan to start up a business. And now it's story time. And we're seeing what each character, what pairings they were with. So the first story that we see is uh, Mac and Dennis, like talking about, <laughs> you know, punch ink. And they, you know, they wanted to make sure that, you know, the ballots and the, the votes were legit. So they bought tactical gear and they went to the polling stations to make sure everything was good. Right. And then obviously like, do with that as you will right and then they realize you know what we gotta now turn this into like a country group uh to sing songs about like who would win in a in a, in a fight uh like rocky balboa or um donna Mc, uh donna blanking Mc, on the McNab? McNab, yeah and it was just like it's just so silly and then you see like oh people were confusing their polling station for real polling stations and it's just like those jokes that they're, they're just not afraid to be to take serious issues in the world and be like, yeah, that was, that was our fault. Yeah. They're like, are, are you, were you responsible for the voting? Like the, 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 the mass the recounts are like, yeah, we weren't, <laughs> yeah, we were fully responsible for that. I'm like, wow. Like, it's just so funny that they, they, they go there with that. Right. right? And it's like, it's poking at the absurdity of what happened in the last year because it is absurd. And it, a lot of the things that happened last year shouldn't have happened. And I love that we can now make fun of it to show the world like yes this is this is not normal these are not normal things to have happened right, right? right. yeah no and second uh go so ahead sorry still, i was just saying this the second story i mean you you dive into uh <laughs> you know what what frank's been up to in his whole scheme of of hair dyeing and and his his basically they, they take like this like good fellas kind of formula to it too which i really liked and you kind of dive into oh well that's how rudy giuliani during that press conference that he had when he was leaking on the sides it was thanks to uh mr frank reynolds himself because that was his business that's what he started and of course it had to be Frank that did that. Yeah, and and again, it's just so such a like a, a ridiculous moment in time that it is now like it's 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 like reminds me a lot of like in Avengers Endgame when they go back in time to these moments and they're like, oh, who was just outside of the frame of that camera? It's like, oh, <laughs> Frank was there, or like Mac and uh, Dennis were there. It's just funny that they go mm-hmm. to that. Um, mm-hmm. And then we see now with the third, uh, the third story, the third business is uh, garments and varmints, varmints and garments, <laughs> garments, varmints and garments, yeah. which is D and Charlie. So I, I always love when D and Charlie are paired together because I think there's just <laughs> such absurdity that happens. I've said absurdity a lot, but that's just that's just this it, it episode. exactly how it goes. I mean, the way Charlie reacts to when they're making on the masks and he's just I love when Charlie Day gets in his frantic Charlie mode. He just starts screaming yes. and yelling and going as fast as he can. And when he's making those, when he starts showing the <laughs> like, that pounce, that pounce, bitch. <laughs> you bitch, you bitch. And he's, like, and he's like, I don't like calling D a bitch. I just, I just was, I was just thinking of Dennis. I was just like, that was so good. It was like good. this, this shows, I think out of the gate, this season is, is, is really strong. And this is an episode I think that will be, really easy to to go back and watch i think if you're watching it's always sunny in philadelphia at this point you are a a lifetime fan i mean 15 years right this show has been on um it's just hilarious so it was just a a 
a, a brilliant return back uh, with this show, and it just felt like this felt like a really classic. It's always sunny in Philadelphia episode. Yeah, I agree. It, it I think um, you know, season fourteen, it it had some good episodes, but there were some misfires where they tried to, I think, go outside of the box than they normally do, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But I like where this season has started. It's sticking to the formula that has always worked for them, and they love also making fun of the formula that's always worked for them. And I think that's why this episode was so strong because it it was true to true to form for them now speaking of making fun of yourself and referencing yourself i think season two oh, sorry episode two of this of this season so it's a double premiere night yeah. uh really is referencing they are referencing themselves oh at this God, point this episode is killing me so basically what happens the 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 beginning of this episode is the gang is upset that their remix of lethal weapon five and six have been removed from the library <laughs> and if you have <laughs> if you have or if you're a fan of the show if you're a longtime fan of the show uh you'll know that a few episodes of it's always sunny in philadelphia have been removed from hulu and from disney plus here in canada because those those lethal weapon episodes specifically have been removed because of the use of blackface and a lot of some very outdated and poorly used methods of makeup were used and and the thing is yes that was the point of them doing it Mm -hmm. that was the point of the joke um but also again they make reference to this episode it's like they know that's something like, you know what? We weren't maybe the greatest at, at you know, at, at doing that. So you just kind of learn and move on, right? It does make me laugh. And, and, I, and I respect that. It does make me laugh when when Dennis is like, I don't even know how we got into the library in the first place. And it's it's just, it's just <laughs> a lot of that comes from how do people – when people go, how are they on Disney Plus? Like how is that possible? Yeah. It's just, it's just funny, and I, and I love that, again, that they're not afraid to make fun of themselves and reference, you know, you know yes, that – Always Sunny is technically a Disney show now yeah. um, and is on Disney platforms, but they're also not afraid to, you know, kind of begrudgingly grow and, you know, for better or for worse, you know, adapt to the changes, right? right? So what do they decide to do? They decide to make Lethal Weapon 7. Oh, of course. And and, and it starts off with, with Dee doing her her probably the, her I think one of the, one of these best gags throughout the series is her commitment to being an actress and how she loves to do accents and when she comes in um with the Australian accent in this episode, I was crying. <laughs> it was so funny because it was so over the top. And of course, the gang's not having it. They're confused. But I think the best part about this episode and I think the best part about Sunny in general is throughout its 15 years, they have always committed – to bringing back extras or side characters or whoever has been in the show from even like the first episode they could do it. Like they bring back anybody. And of course, in this episode, we're welcoming back Pepper Jack, who I think was in season two, if I recall. Yeah, we have Pepper Jack coming back. We have Don Cheadle coming Don back. Cheadle Not coming actually back. Don yes, Cheadle. Yes, yes. Uh, Don Cheadle, Tiger Woods. Like we've had, uh, he's had many different names on the show, yeah. but he's also another one who's been in, you know, random episodes throughout the series. Um, and now we have him coming back uh, <laughs> in this episode uh, for them to, uh, you know, to remake uh, or to make Lethal Weapon 7. Right. Yeah, it's, it's, and I love great. <laughs> And I and I just love that we get uh, basically the same scene over and over and over again, but it's them trying to figure out you know which actors are working best each time. 
Yeah, I, I love that. I love the the horrible editing, the weird camera angles, the obvious green screen, all of it. Because again, they're trying to right their wrongs, but they can't even get past one scene by trying to do it the right way. And I think that's the beauty of it, that these people, like this is a great you know allegory for, they can't do it. They can't do things the right way. Like that, that's just it. Like they have to do things their own way. And that's the only way that they'll be able to excel and succeed in their own path. Yeah, and, and again, and I like again that this this episode is not afraid to, um, you know, kind of talk about. Okay, in this last year, of course, like we've seen a lot of racial injustice, we've seen a lot of things like that. So we have to, of course, make reference to it on the show. But these characters are so dumb that they can't process I and mean, they can't react to it properly. So they they literally just think, oh, the only answer is to you know just tell whatever is being told to them just say it back and more passionately right and and it's it's funny seeing that because i think for a lot of people it's it's weird that that's that's so true and and you see people who are kind of like that the um i guess not, not social justice warriors but like some people who don't know how to like process the world of today right and you see like Dennis struggle with that. You see like the whole gang struggle with that. Right. right. And it's just, it's just so like, it just makes you just like smack your head and like embarrassment of like, they, they can't comprehend that something that was once n- never okay, but done is you can't do it anymore now. Right. Mm-hmm. And I love that reveal at the end of the episode that, you know, the making of the movie lethal weapon seven was now a movie turned to white saviors. <laughs> great, great reveal. And I think just, just seeing them just sit there getting oh. all upset and being like, you know, no, now we're going to do our own Lethal Weapon 8. And I was like, oh, yeah. fuck, I really hope season uh, 16 has a lethal weapon, lethal, lethal weapon 8 episode. Yeah, it just it's just so ridiculous. And, and I think the season is only getting started. And I think, right, like I said, like for episode one, for these to be back-to-back episodes, they go together really well, yeah. I think. They pair together really nicely. And I think it sets us off for a really great season. The season is starting a lot stronger than I think last season did. Mm-hmm. And these are two episodes that I feel like are like in the books is like just really great Always Sunny episodes. They'll so I'm really excited to see where things go. They'll definitely be in the rotation, I think, of like episodes that I just kind of put on here and there for sure. What are your hopes for the rest of the season, Shay? Well, I remember, you know, watching along with their uh, Instagram stories. They they definitely go to Ireland, so that's going to be fun. I you know you, you never really see the gang break outside of the confines of Philadelphia often, so that's going to be fun to see. Um, you know, one of my favorite episodes is when they go to Jersey Shore. So this is going to be a very interesting take on them in Ireland. I'm sure the accents will be a will be a bit of a a misunderstanding for them. So I'm, I'm really excited to see where this episode goes. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. And, you know, we know that always sunny has been renewed for another four seasons, including this season. So we're going to have, we're going to be up to season 18 by when, by the time this is all said and done. Do you think, th- do you foresee them trying to get to 20 seasons? I don't know. I, I, I feel like they, they're just going to do whatever they want. I mean, Rob Mecklen, he's got um, Mythic Quest on Apple TV Plus still going on. And you have Glenn Howerton, who's still doing AP Bio over on Peacock. And I mean, Charlie Day has his successful movie career and obviously Danny DeVito. And I think uh, Caitlin Olsen, um, 
you know, Peter's ran different shows as well. So I wonder if this is going to be feasible for them to continue doing. This is a much shorter season as well. So I'm assuming, and, and I like that they did a shorter season that they didn't have to worry too much about, you know, trying to make everything fresh. Like they got probably the best eight episodes that they could wrote and directed them. And I hope that if they do continue forward, yeah, they can stick within the eight to 10 episode mark and we should be good. Yeah, and and I think I think eight seasons, sorry, eight episodes is a really good length for a show like Always Sunny per season because you could tell, like you said, I think the best episodes come to the top and like they'll they'll make it. Uh, I do want to shout out though this episode, the first episode, so twenty twenty year in review was written by Rob McElhaney, Charlie Day, and Glenn Howerton. It was directed by Todd Bierman. Uh, the second episode, The Gang Makes Lethal Weapon Seven, was directed by Pete Chatman, and it was written by uh, Keona Taylor, Katie McElhaney. Haney, Rob McElhaney, and Charlie Day. So I just want to give proper credit where credit is due, um, because they really were uh, some great episodes of this of this long series so far, fifteen seasons deep. Wow! I would love to see uh, Matt Shackman come back. I mean, he from you know WandaVision acclaim. He was also a big director for Always Sunny. He's done so many of their banger episodes. So that'd be really cool if he yeah. comes back this season or, or next season. At it least. would be great. Yeah. It would be great. It doesn't look like he's going to be directing it all this season, right? But you never know. I mean, he is busy with Star Trek now too, yeah, so that's true. we'll see what he. Yeah, I mean, even bringing Fred Savage back, or uh, it would be awesome. It'd be it would be really cool to see. But we are seeing a lot of. There is uh, Megan Gans who um, is also a writer and director on. Uh, last man on earth she also did mythic quest so yeah. like and modern family so she and community actually too so she's um she's the executive producer on always sunny for a while and she's the writer this season and director so she's been brilliant i think as well too oh, yeah. for the last few years on the show so um always sunny again it's not slowing down anytime soon which is uh which is pretty amazing to see um, there's also just so you you know what we're going to be doing on the movie podcast. Shay will be back. Shay and I will be back. Not just Shay. Uh, we'll be back <laughs> like, uh, every week <laughs> for the next four weeks because they are dropping two episodes a week. Mm-hmm. So next week we'll be back with episodes three and four, then five and six, and then seven and eight, which will be right before Christmas. So there's going to be lots of content to listen to on Wednesdays, especially because that's also Hawkeye Day. So we're going to sorry, Hawk Hawkeye Day. Hot guy day. Hot guy day. Hot guy day. I mean, that's also what (laughs) that's what we are too, Shane. So you're listening, you know. Uh, So make sure you're following us at the movie podcast, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterbox to see exactly when these episodes are going to go live. Thank you so much for listening to our review of "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia" episodes one and two of season fifteen. I will. I promise to find a way to say that a lot shorter. Uh, before we finish up the season. Uh, but don't forget, you can catch a new episode every single Monday and watch out for review episodes just like this one and all the latest movies and series. That was this time with the movie podcast, and we'll see you next. Next.